morning. Today is January 6th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. As I said, it's January 6th, and it's the anniversary of what occurred at the nation's capital three years ago. In case you've not remembered, you can be sure that Joe Biden and his campaign will be reminding you day after day. The Biden campaign has come out with their first campaign ad, and you guessed it, it's centered on the events of three years ago and that we have to save democracy. Now, you would ask yourself, why is this going to be the centerpiece of Joe Biden's campaign? Well, to me, it's pretty obvious. On the issues most important to the American public, he has nothing to run on. During his time as president, inflation soared to 9.1%. Gas prices rose to almost $5 a gallon. Other energy prices soared. Immigration at the southern border is completely out of control. Crime is rampant in most of our major urban cities. And the national debt has soared to over $34 trillion. The Biden campaign will point to the fact that inflation has come down and the gas prices have been reduced as well. They ignore that gas prices are still much higher. What they really ignore is the price for groceries and other basic goods that people have to buy every day to take care of their families, and it continues to be way above what they were when Joe Biden took office. How do you explain to a family that their prices rose over 9%, and now they're only rising 3%, but that, when they totaled up, that's 12% and higher? Allow me to give you a small example. I like to drink Diet Dr. Pepper Zero. It used to be I could buy a 12-pack of cans for $3.99. That same 12-pack will now cost me $7.99 at most stores. The large 64-ounce bottles that used to cost $1.79, they now go for $2.99. And other grocery prices have seen similar increases. And people notice these things because they're in the grocery store every week. During that same time period, wages have not kept up with inflation, particularly those in the middle class and lower income groups. That means your buying power is being decreased year over year. Now, you won't see the Biden campaign talking about immigration on the southern border. It's totally out of control. Most experts estimate that over 10 million people have crossed the border illegally since Biden took office. They're being released into the country with an order to return for a court date at some time in the future. How many of them will really turn up? I don't think we know. When they crossed the border and turned themselves into government agents, they said they're here to claim asylum, and they've been coached on that. But most people understand they're not here for asylum. They're here for economic reasons. They're under the illusion that if they get here, they will either be taken care of by the government or they will get high-paying jobs. The cost of taking care of these illegal immigrants is straining the budgets of cities across the nation and diverting funds, funds from programs that benefit the citizens of those cities. You also won't see the Biden campaign talking about crime. It's out of control. Just yesterday, we saw a mob crash a car into a bakery in Southern California that systematically looted the entire store. Carjackings in Washington, D.C. have almost doubled year over year. Meanwhile, liberal prosecutors continue to find ways to go soft on crime. Criminals now know they'll either not be prosecuted or the punishment will be minimal. The risk is now worth the reward for the criminal activities. You won't see any ads of Biden talking about the national debt. Under his presidency, that debt has been increased by almost $6 trillion. They'll occasionally point out under Trump it also increased. Somehow they feel that justifies what they've done. Well, I don't excuse either Trump or Biden for spending way more than we have. How much debt can we continue to pile on our children and grandchildren? Because Biden has had any real positives in his record as president, he's running on a campaign designed to scare the public. Donald Trump is the boogeyman, and they will center on, and you will see their campaign and campaign ads Focus on the term MAGA extremist and Donald Trump. This is what you do when you cannot show anything positive about yourself. Quietly, they're urging their liberal operatives to challenge Trump's ability to be on the ballot in the states. 
They go back to January 6th and his involvement as well. It's been successful and it has failed. In Colorado, four Democratic-appointed state Supreme Court justices voted to remove him from the ballot. The Chief Justice, Richard Gabriel, also appointed by a Democrat, along with two other justices appointed by Democrats, vigorously opposed the decision. Chief Justice Gabriel said that arguing constitutional issues were too complex to be solved in a state hearing. In Michigan, the move failed. In Maine, a highly partisan Democratic Secretary of State used her power to say Trump could not be on the ballot. Now, I suspect the U.S. Supreme Court will eventually have to hear the case and put all these shenanigans to rest, and Trump will be on the ballot. I find this all a bit disingenuous by Democrats. They're campaigning on the issue of saving democracy while using the courts and Democrat elected officials to deny people the opportunity to vote for the candidate that is the biggest threat to Joe Biden. I think most who have listened to the podcast know I'm not a big fan of Donald Trump, but at the same time, I respect those that support him, and he has every right to be on the ballot. He's not been convicted of anything, and these same Democrats demanding that he be kept off the ballot in states are mute when it comes to their Senator Bob Menendez being indicted for taking bribes to provide information to foreign countries, and even influencing policy and legislative decisions. Which do you think is more serious? Now, here's some campaign-type issues you will not be seeing from Joe Biden. One, re-elect me because I've opened the border to 10 million people and that's a good thing. Two, re-elect me because I will take away your gas-powered car and make you buy an EV. Three, re-elect me because you can enjoy paying more at the grocery stores to support our food producers. Four, re-elect me because you don't need a gas furnace or gas stove. And five, re-elect me so I can be the senile old grandfather to the nation. Obviously, these are all tongue-in-cheek comments, but it does highlight the fact that he has no real record to run on so he will try and scare you. He will want you to forget the problems and issues you face. Just be afraid of Donald Trump. If you want to know what really scares the Democrats, then just picture Biden having to debate Trump live on national TV. It's been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening.